Hey, just recording some announcements on my laptop microphone. The episode will not sound like this. I couldn't get my microphone to work with this laptop that I had to edit on. Long story. Doesn't matter. Announcements. First, we have new merch. Uh, specifically, we have a pin that says Act Natural. Remember we talked about the pressing the Act Natural button early in the season? You can get a pin that's the Act Natural button. Uh, there's also just a ton of merch at shop.fairy.show if you haven't checked it out before. Speaking of pins, if you're a patron, uh, you should check the mail if you haven't already recently, because uh, we actually just sent to all patrons a pin that just says Rando, and it has uh, some iconography from the show's art on it. It's really nice. Uh, it's our way of saying thank you for being patrons of the show, and also... We, you know, we had on our Patreon that we were going to go to a con this year because we hit a level on Patreon, but we super aren't going to do that uh, in the year 2020. So instead, uh, we thought we'd surprise you with some pins. So hope you enjoyed that. If you're already a patron at the postcard tier, we already have your address. If not, uh, make sure you send us your address in Patreon. No promises when we'll actually be able to get you that pin because shipping right now is a bit of a mess, but we will ship it out. Uh, as soon as we can after you send us your address on Patreon. Again, if you're already a postcard patron tier member, you don't have to worry about it. What else do I have on my announcement docket? Oh, I have a note here from Logan that says that one thing we forgot to talk about in the after show uh, is the episode descriptions. I know no one reads those anyway, but if you happen to have taken a look after episode two, so like the first episode is the introductory one, the second one has like the Star Wars style crawl as the episode description. But once the season really gets going and starts, you know, in episode three, all of the descriptions are Eagles lyrics. It just fit the first time with a little tweaking. And then we thought that was funny. And we kept doing lyrics from the band Eagles. We always found one that worked. I have a note here from Lee that says, oh, we do mention this in the episode, but Lee is correct that I should be mentioning it again. Namely that. You should write a review for our show. When we hit 200 reviews, we will release a special bonus episode. It's secret. It's special. You'll want to hear it. Anyway, I'm done announcing. Here's the after show. show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other after stuff. It all comes together to be a very <laughs> random encounter. I'm after Greg. I'm after Wheels. I'm after Logan. And I'm after Lee. Yay! <laughs> it's the after show. It's the after show. It's the show that happens after. After the show! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Uh, all right, it's the after show. We could talk about how all the things went. Where do we want to start? What do you want to know? Oh, oh! I uh, thought we start with you telling us you, how yeah, you did yeah. the things, and then we talk. Okay, you want to? We want to learn. Me. Okay, here's okay. So there are a lot of Star Wars. <laughs> so you're like, so my yeah. friend George. Okay, so, so George and I sat down and said, you know what? 
On the set of THX 139 or whatever the fuck that movie's called. We need to come up with something amazing. Uh, No, so there are a number of sci-fi slash Star Wars RPG generators out there. So Uh, this was the very first thing that I rolled. Contact, nobles, some form of royalty or noble family is in need of your help. Theme, protection, you are tasked with protecting something or someone. Uh, MacGuffin, owned... This is an item already in the possession of someone of power. Uh, NPCs, a mercenary group, an entire crew is far more deadly than a single threat. Twists, there's a disaster. Sometimes things go wrong. And the dramatic Mm. reveal is a truth is uncovered. Huh. And then the second... That's that's a skeleton there. Yeah, the second thing I rolled was while while cleaning a looted stormtrooper rifle, PCs find a hidden cold cylinder tucked inside. What does yep. it open, and we, why did the trooper that. have it? Mm-hmm. That checks and out. And the last uh, NPC that I rolled was Boab Rune, the only Twi'lek Imperial intelligence officer, brilliant propaganda strategist. He hates other Twi'leks out of a sense of guilt. <laughs> That's a weird, weird last part there. Yeah. What a weird man. Yeah. <laughs> and huh. then from there, I just randomly took outer rim areas and rolled where things were located. Um, so Ord Radama was, came up where the space station, where the stormtrooper was located. And since literally there's nothing there, uh, I just made it a space station. Ah, the Jedi temple that you never went to is on Dantooine. <laughs> uh, huh. the Sith temple where Hod was supposed to go was on. I Ando. hate that level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it- it, I hate that level because that's where I stopped playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yeah, because I was young and I made and I must have <laughs> messed up some choice or another that made it so that it was impossible for me to recruit the lady who turned dark side or whatever. Yeah, and I got sad and I stopped playing it. Aww. Fuck Dantooine. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Sith Temple was on Ando, which was the underwater ocean planet. And that was the plot that started everything. And then as I needed people, they got filled in. So I, that, I that knew that the generator rules. That's so good. Yeah. So I knew that the royal family ended up being the best family. Um, mm-hmm. And then once I knew that it would be a Jedi crystal because we rolled a Jedi. So I could just fill in yep. like this is a good click. Um, I got the whole plot line of. So what if a super rich family relied on the force to make themselves yeah. rich? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does that look like for their children, especially in this time period? Like, yeah. And the idea that Hod's parents would definitely arrange it so that Hod would never be found by the Jedi Order and recruited as a child. Um. Hey, that that brings me to a question that I'm wondering, which is like, how did you decide the time period of the Star Wars canon to set mm. this in? And was it before or after that role? Uh, it was before. I knew that I didn't want to do it during the movie time period because during the movies, everybody expects the people from the you, movies. You've got like a clock that you have yeah. to obey. <laughs> there's, a, there's a clock that has to happen there. And... As much as there are wonderful stories told in that time period, they will always be the weird second story. 
Yeah. Right. We already right. know where all the important things are happening and that it always feels like in that time period that it's, it's just filler. like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just wandering around like, oh, hey, what's Hamlet doing? Oh, they're dead. Um, <laughs> so I knew that I wanted to, to do it before that started. And then I also had the idea of it would make more sense for us to be able to play with the world if it was even before the rebellion had started, like right when things had gotten really bad. So about eight years after, right around like a, like three years before Rebels, the TV series started, like mm-hmm. that time period is just a wide open playing field. And it was a mm-hmm. lot easier to play in that world and also sort of talk about before things got really weird, just like what does... What does a growing fascist government right. look like? And as know, it's moving outside. out from the center <laughs> out into the <laughs> outer worlds, what what how does that affect everybody? Because it still gave you a lot of freedom to do things without always having to run into the empire. And so that was a fun that was a much more yeah. interesting, fun area to be in where you will run into them, but they aren't yet the superpower in a lot of the various yeah. areas. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, that brings me to my next thing that I'm most curious about, which is Lee's experience, because that was a whole <laughs> bunch of words that only mean things to people who give a shit about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, well, um, I, I really enjoyed Greg's story and playing a game with my friends. <laughs> um... I don't. I don't want it to like change your mind about Star Wars. That's like that. That's a plus in my book. But I mean, that's like that is a yeah. that is a frequently asked question. We have a listener questions <laughs> yeah. portion mm-hmm. of the back half. And, mm, we uh, sure do. That I mean, that's a that's a pretty common one. So we're gonna answer it eventually. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't. How does how do we normally do this? That is a question. So I. I can yeah, wait let's let's, say, let's save that for for the actual question. We'll we'll okay. delve into all of that. Don't we normally um, talk about like our characters then? Yeah, next yeah. After. Yeah. So tell me about Skydra. Okay, Skydra was a shark. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh, I want like uh, what's the deal with Lee's special list? Oh yeah, yeah. I think everybody wants. I think that was in the questions too. That's, that's also, in, that's also in the questions. I keep, I keep spoiling the question. Quit spoiling the questions. We'll um, the special list. Um, yeah, I I liked Skydra. Um, I definitely feel like I weirdly clicked with Skydra a lot faster than I normally do with my characters. Uh, yeah, like, it felt like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I just knew who she was right away. Um, and I really liked making her older and yeah, like yeah. a mom, like that seemed fun. Um, I might do that more. That was like older, not necessarily mom, but I will say one thing that was great about Skydra, just one thing that I thought you did really well and fit the story really well is Skydra would literally have no fucking clue about the stupid ass <laughs> force shit. Yeah. <laughs> and having, yeah. A person be like, all this is really fucked. Space magic is fucked up. 
was a, I think a huge important part of this whole storyline. Yeah. yeah. I do wonder if my discomfort with the setting is what made me like, just, I just grabbed on to Skydra as my character. Cause I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm drowning. Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I totally saw that as, as being connected, at least from my perspective. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what's happening, but I know a lot about Skydra. <laughs> She was fun. I enjoyed. I re- oh, gosh, it was so frustrating that I rolled so well. I did roll badly, but also we were just up against like stu- like rolls that we were never gonna beat yeah. ever, and it was so sad to be like a shark I mean, and I wanted win. to chomp people. We did win, but it was not satisfying yeah, right. when you're yeah. <laughs> again a, a literal shark. I I think I'm the only person who. Got to fight like henchmen. <laughs> yeah, I just you wanted and Percy. to fight Percy somebody. took down like yeah. thirty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Percy. <laughs> Percy was a trip. Percy. Percy was definitely not an expected NPC, but I love a little Percy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Logan, how was you with your secret? My secret. Your character's secret that I had texted you at the very beginning that came into full fruition. Oh, the stupid force things? I, yeah. Like, okay, I will say, playing this campaign... Wait, you didn't know that? Wait, you knew that from the beginning? I didn't know that you knew that from the beginning. Yeah, it's because I didn't give a shit. Like, I... Okay. <laughs> I... For me, the interesting things in Star Wars are far away from most of the things that Star Wars wants to focus on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't have, I don't care about space magic. And so none of my characters do either. And it was, I will say, it was a good way to make me play with space magic. Because <laughs> essentially, Knocker had no choice, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he would have chosen not to if, if it would have been a possibility. Um, but yeah, I mean, I knew from the beginning he was force sensitive and I tried, I like I was playing the character that uh, sort of was in denial about a lot of things. When mm-hmm. we get to the question section, we'll talk more about that. But um, specifically force powers are he's just like, no, I don't care about that. And then yeah. it became something that he couldn't avoid. So, yeah, I so, so every, I rolled for everybody except for the the Jedi who already was clearly forced. But yeah. both Skydra and Knocker had the 10 percent chance of mm. being force sensitive. Whoa, I, man. Yeah, I got a crit. <laughs> yeah. So Knocker got the got the oh, hey, you are force sensitive, um, which is a part of the game, but like if they never explore that, it's just hey, you are sometimes affected by your morality more than others. Like I would have a secret morality that would be keeping mm-hmm. track, and then every once if it got to be a thing, I'd be like, you know what, FYI, you're you're more on the dark side, so let those let those emotions flow. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, but then it became a thing. Like it became a thing that I couldn't just say, oh hey, this is. This is something we can mostly ignore. Like it, right. it got to a point in the story where Knocker 
Knocker's interaction with Lotix was was no longer like you have been trained in the force. Like you've mm-hmm. been doing this work and there's just not a way anymore for this to be. And I mean, that's what the arc thing. is about. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the co arc of, you know, our two force users is like both of us in different ways. Don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and figuring out how we can keep going when we don't want to do it. The only way that it's been presented. Yeah. Do you want to take that? Uh, springboard into talking about Lodic? If you're, I mean, I don't, are you done? You don't have to be done. Um, uh, the only other thing I would say is that uh, Knocker is a devilitionist on paper. <laughs> <laughs> and for months carried around one flashbang grenade and that's Hired gun so, specializing in depo- demolitions. You were yeah. still a hired gun. I that came like, up a lot. That must have been like in a past life kind of thing. Like before Lodic hired me, I was doing some demolitions. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. I and think then... we gave hints to that. Like we hinted a lot more of Knocker's underground resistancy yeah. droid rights uh, friends. Yeah. I just like. It, beyond the character creation and the last episode or next to last episode, it was just not explored, which yeah. is funny. But yeah, uh, I definitely have some more stuff to talk about with Knocker, but it is a question. I don't want to spoil any more questions. Yeah, we'll get to all that with cool. questions. Uh, I love Lodic so much. Uh, <laughs> it took me a while to like, I feel like in the early episodes, I was kind of all over the place in terms of Lodic's personality, but I think Partway through, I got to the point where I figured out where each of those extremes lie on their, like... Because everybody presents very differently in different circum- uh, circumstances. And I kind of, like, figured out what the core of Lotic was, I felt like. And from there, I felt more comfortable playing them. Um, I... Uh, so when I think about... Whenever people talk about Star Wars, they talk about how George Lucas was inspired by the Hero with a Thousand Faces whole thing the whole like Mm -hmm. cycle plot cycle thing and one of the elements of that plot cycle that i always find very interesting is supposedly all of these heroes uh throughout folklore uh have a point at which they refuse the call to do what they are destined to do Mm -hmm. and then they you know they something happens and they go anyway and do it in the case of the original star wars Obi-Wan says, come with me. And Luke is like, no, I want to go to flight school. And then he, <laughs> but then he ends up going anyway, because his home got blowed up. Um, <clears throat> but I was curious what it would look like for a character who is resolute in their refusal <laughs> to the call. And, and, and to wonder, like, is it possible for that person to still be a hero? Like, I wasn't sure it, but and I think the answer like that I came to with Lodic is like someone who they are resolute that no that that's not the life they want to live even though supposedly destiny wants them to, uh, but they can still do good things and still like alleviate some of the problems that they are partially responsible for uh, without necessarily going down the path to which they are called. Yeah, yeah, I think you. Uh... I think Lodic's refusal is great. Like that, that really informed Lodic's. It, it informed yeah. a lot of what Knocker was as well. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. 
I mean, Knocker, I think both Knocker and Skydra had a similar impact on Lodic, as happens every season. But, yeah, you know, you never really figure out who your character is until you figure out who they're playing against, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a good jumping off point to questions? Because I can't. Yeah, like... sure. Let's do questies. Yeah. yeah. Questies. Y'all want to start with the one? Uh, yeah, the top one from sure. Robert. Uh, who asks, does Lee feel like she understands Star Wars better, worse, or about the same <laughs> as when we started? Okay. It's not that I don't understand Star Wars. I do. <laughs> I just hate it. <laughs> yeah. That's a very fair take. <laughs> I have, in fact, seen all of the Star Wars. All of them. <laughs> Except for the last, like, two, I guess. Which one is, of those is real good. The other <laughs> doesn't matter. I just already decided also, that I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want yeah, to see them. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah. I mean, I just I feel like if the only thing about Star Wars that I ever had interacted with was the original three movies, I'd probably be like, "Fuck yeah, Star Wars! It's great." But there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what I don't like, and oh God, this is not going to win me any friends, but I'm not here to make friends. I got friends. It's y'all. <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want everyone to like me. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's a dumb world. <laughs> <laughs> it feels, oh, I think... A lot of the time, it feels like a pop quiz. Like, everything is so, there's, like, so many details. And, like, there's a different word for every dumb thing. And it feels like you're constantly being yeah, confused on what you're that's supposed to it. All of it, even, even like, it's veneer is, like, you have to have all these vocabulary to truly uh-huh. understand. But, yeah. like, it's so paper thin. You can scrape off the paint, yeah. and then it's nothing. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you are not squinting, it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. look good. Um, <laughs> and I think that's why the, I think the fact that, I think the fact that a lot of people like the original and don't like the prequels, which includes me, I don't like the prequels, um, comes down to a bit of that, of like, the original trilogy is a, you know, in terms of its world building, less in focus it's a yeah. little squinty mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of like squinty yeah. in terms of like what it actually wants to say which but like i can totally see how even that is like no nah, that's too much bullshit and I, I can see through this i think part of what's so sad to me about star wars is it could have been such a good world that so many people got their hands on and just sort of muddied it yeah and like the idea of the Jedi in general just feels so gross to me. And I, I get yep. that it means something different to other people, but like to, to me, it is, it's like, what is this weird cult? That's like <laughs> brainwashing children and like, not actually yeah. very helpful. I don't understand. Yeah. And if, if, if your only experience of it is the movies, that is exactly what it looks like. 
And yeah. I don't particularly and want to also, have to experience. That's also what it looks like from every angle. Yeah. And it's weird. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, so what I, I, I will go on my minor Star Wars rant, but that, I think that's what was so important about what the, what the prequels had to say about the Jedi and then what these new sequels had to say about the Jedi. Because yeah. I think they were so, we all thought we knew based off of one person what yeah. the Jedi were. And the thing that I think the prequels does somewhat brilliantly is to show, okay, these people were not great. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is not good. <laughs> like, these people weren't good. And maybe they deserved to fall, but ne- not necessarily in this way. See, and then I-, I think the sequels also said, yeah, they weren't good. Like this needs to start yeah. over again. Like this, I, what their idea yeah. was not great. I I agree with you, but I also think that the prequels didn't do that on purpose. Right. So it's like they don't. Yeah. It oh, I disagree. To... Yeah, I think it's very. Like, I think if you go I back and watch them, those movies are super duper an allegory for like the invasion of Iraq in yeah. a weird oh. way. Yeah. Um, they are so, very. But, much... I think that's kind of why it gets so muddied is because yeah. it's like. Like it, uh, it's like Chancellor Palpatine is supposed to be like Dick Cheney, I guess. Oh yeah, it's, wow. it's real weird. It's re- I mean, they're really it gets shown... so confusing, or rather, it gets confused. The only character that has any sort of insight to how bad it is is Qui Gon, and it's vital that he dies in that first film. Mm. Like he is the he is the one that could turn everything around, and it's so necessary for him to die so that Anakin doesn't have a person. To lead him away from how fucked the Jedi are, and that's that. Like it, the one consistent thing in every set of media is how much they want Anakin to be evil as fuck. <laughs> They're just like you, stupid yeah. nerd. Fuck you, nerd. Yeah, you're not, you're not Jedi, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> and yet somehow, when he turns evil, it doesn't feel earned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say the movies are really weird about it. It feels one of the brilliant things that the Clone Wars TV show did was to say, "Hey, let's 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 shellac over the giant cracks because Clone, they only yeah, had Clone two Wars, hours in each movie." Clone Wars has a lot of development for Anakin and yeah. a lot more of the Jedi Council shitting all over him. <laughs> yes, and I mean this is a side thing, but like I could go on about how Ahsoka is the most important character. In the entire Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. um, she's great. Clone Wars, but is no, a good show. I think. But to get back to Lee's point, I think the prob one of the problems is that Star Wars has been around for what forty years now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's the same problem with people getting into Star Trek. It's this. It's a similar problem of people getting into as Harry Potter grows and they add yeah. things to that. Like a popular franchise, once it gets really long it's easy to get gatekeepy about that because it's like we've had 40 years to learn this yeah. how how is that not a thing it's and all the details are filled in which is like right. why the original trilogy like like you're saying lee it felt like that's the great thing about rpgs is you can play in this world and then fill in the gaps on your own and it's like it feels fun to do that but when every single gap is filled in, it's just, it feels um, yes. like a, well, like a yeah. gray cube. 
And I think that's also why I felt so... I, it took me more than half of the season to feel comfortable doing anything in this season. Because I was just like, I just don't know. And so many other people do. And everything that I do, someone out there is going to be like, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that you would hmm. never do that. That's not Star Wars. Like, you know, it, because yeah, it's they don't such have a fleshed drives. out world. <laughs> yeah. And like, which is why I was trying to make the Star the Star Trek joke at the beginning. And I didn't keep up yeah. with it. Mostly because, again, because I felt so wrong-footed the whole time. I didn't feel, yeah. I felt like every ounce of my mental power was like, just get through this episode and don't make yeah. yourself look too stupid and like just I hate that whatever. I feel like that. No, it's not. I thought Schedule was super strong. Yeah, I do think she was, but I feel like that doesn't necessarily mean it was like right. a, yeah, a it doesn't mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a struggle, but it yeah. is doesn't mean that it was not something that I felt was worth doing or yeah. like that I wasn't having fun because I was. And like I said, I really loved what Greg did with this season. Like narratively and structurally, I think it's one of the best ones that we've had. And I really enjoyed it. However, <laughs> I, I just felt uncomfortable in the world. And part of it is because I didn't know enough about it. And because I felt like too many other people would know too much about it. And really yeah. that's a hang up on my part that like yeah. I'm projecting on other people that they're going to be mad at me right. about something when like we have great yeah. fans and nobody yeah. has been mad yeah. at me. Yeah. Nobody has emailed us. Nobody has right. said anything. <laughs> Everyone has been like wonderful and kind and sweet. And like, but it's just in my head, right? Like yeah. I did this to myself. And in fact, the the only responses we did get were people saying, "I'm so glad that Lee is there to right. act as yeah. a, an ambassador." <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Weirdly, we've gotten non warzies warheads. Yeah, we've gotten <laughs> we've gotten a couple of non warheads to actually listen yeah. to the Star Wars thing, which is. But also that another reason that's a, another reason why I picked the time period that I did, because yeah. there aren't a lot of lines around that. Yeah. yeah. There are set planets, but. They've done nothing about what happened during that time period. So we also, I wanted to set it in a time that we could say all this crap happened. No, because I knew where the rails were, and they were years away. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. You know which you know all of that. Sorry, all that is to say that I, I do wish that I'd gotten out of my own head about it a lot earlier because I could have had more fun and you know like. It really was just me doing it to myself, but you know what's the yeah. the weirdest thing for me is I I have I have absorbed a lot of Star Wars stuff, like from you know all the movies. I've definitely seen all the movies. I've seen most of all of the TV show stuff. I've read some of the books. I have played the board games, and it's to the point where it feels small. It where mm -hmm. you know the, the original trilogy feels you're in a galaxy far, far away. Mm -hmm. But whenever we went to a planet in the season, I had heard of that before. You know what yeah. I mean? I've been yeah. there in a board. I had game. heard of some there. of those planets. Yeah. And it's because well, there I have watched all the movies. So. Right. But I mean, it's because there aren't actually that many and they don't like the planets represent like a nation. They don't represent yeah. a whole yeah. world. And yeah. so it feels like, not very big after you get it's just a world spread yeah. out over a galaxy right 
That was a long answer for that. Question. I know we got we got yeah. we got questions. We got to click it through. But sure I think all of my Star Wars stakes are out, so yeah, we're, <laughs> we're good on that front at least. I right. won't keep derailing it. Uh, from Jay, given how intimately Latik and Knocker know each other, I've wondered a couple of times whether there was had been anything romantic between them. In general, how do y'all feel about creating those types of relationships between player characters? Is that a line you don't like to cross? So. I, first of all, I want to answer the the back half of that, which is like, of course we cross that. Why isn't anyone like, okay, <laughs> last season, Tiffany and Chancina. But to be fair, Ch- Tiffany was not a playing character, even though right. it was you. Right. Yeah. But even still, like, it's not a line, like, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not a line that we, it's, it's not like a line. Yeah. That we well, I mean, I mean, Jay's, to Jay's point. We have not had romance between player PCs. characters. Yeah, we yeah. haven't. That's fair. And and I think that's an interesting question of why not? And I don't think I immediately have an answer to well, that, why that hasn't happened. Or, it's harder to do in a lot is. of ways. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels, yeah. for me at least, I don't like doing it very much uh, because... When I'm, you know, when I'm doing romance with the with a with an NPC, it feels less like I'm hitting on my friend right. and feels yeah. more like my character is hitting on this fake person. Yeah. But when it's too, but like I don't know because PCs are just like individual avatars in the world. It feels a little bit more like I'm hitting on my friend, and I don't know. I don't like doing it. So yeah. So weirdly, I. So on the one hand, I do, I always feel like that, but there's also this thing of like, especially in recent years, I, I guess I've, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if it's like, I've gotten better at role-playing characters, but I, I definitely have had, th- this happened in interstitial. If anybody has, is familiar with that yeah. season, but like, yeah. I knew that Sans was in love with John Cena a long time before yeah. that was part of the narrative. And it, and I just like knew it. I was just like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, to answer Jay's question here, that same thing, if, no ha- one's li- if someone hasn't listened to interstitial season two <laughs> and here's you just completely deadpan being like, Sans always knew he was in love with John Cena. Look, it's a really heartfelt season and yeah. you should listen to it. It's earned. Yeah. Trust. Anyway, but to answer Jay's question, I was playing romance towards Lodic from, episode four or so is that yeah and i yeah and you texted me about it yeah and i thought that was a good idea <laughs> i just, I, just I, I don't know no 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 this is so to further this it was i think it involved a lot of knocker's character growth of like uh i think i was role-playing a, a baby version of logan you know how we talked about that earlier of like mm-hmm. just because you're in love with somebody doesn't mean yep. that you need to like confess your feelings and have that be a big thing. And also it can be like obviously doomed or not to be. Uh And part of growing up is, is being like, uh, no, that's just a friend that I have. And yeah. Yeah. And we can grow together. You're also attempting to romance a monk who was raised from childhood to reject all emotional attachment. Correct. And even beyond that, I don't (laughs) think Lodic is like that. I don't right. think Ludic was very 
aware of other people for a lot of the season. Yeah, correct. <laughs> but that was that still, that's why I could play them so well. <laughs> <laughs> but the the thing was that like that still informed everything about what I, how yeah. I was playing Knocker. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a line that we won't cross. I have a feeling like perhaps in the next seasons we may have. Uh, depending how things roll out, like it, it's very possible we could have couples, right? Like, yeah, there, yeah. there, are, there are things where sometimes it just doesn't make sense with the setting or what we rolled that they would be related. So I don't think it's a line we won't cross, but I think it, we definitely go by how does this feel right now? And just to, I mean, I think that that's an example yeah. of like we talked about it outside of the show. For this mm-hmm. one. And yeah, yeah, there was like a one-sided sort of infatuation there. Yeah, and then like I do think r- rolling characters that happen to already be married or dating yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. versus yeah. organically yeah. just being like, oh, I think my character is into this character. Yeah, mm-hmm. are two different things because yep. like it. I don't know. There's just like a mindset there that you can sort of. <laughs> And that's and that's not for every group. Like some mm-hmm, groups yeah. are everybody does that and everybody is loves it and doesn't feel weird about it at all. And I don't understand you, but I recognize <laughs> that you were there. I and definitely you think are valid. That it requires a level of trust with each other that yep. yes. you know, not all groups have. And yeah. you know, or like I want. wouldn't think twice. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's true. I wouldn't think twice about it if one of y'all was like, oh, I think my character's in love with you. Is that okay? And I'd just be like, you know, we'll roll with it. I don't know if my character's in love with you back, (laughs) but we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, that's, I feel like that's exactly the exchange that Wills and I had of just like, well, Lodic doesn't care. (laughs) Doesn't even know. Doesn't notice that. And I was like, okay, that's, I'm going to (laughs) continue. And two, I also think that like when I was, because Logan is, Basically, my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When I was Chancina and Tiffany, I, like at no point did it even occur to me that that was Logan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like my brain didn't make that connection. <laughs> it was like that was yeah, a was, different. I mean, like well, not only that, but you weren't Lee. You were Chancina. You know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. Like so it didn't feel separation. weird. But again, that that goes into like the trust that we have with each other. But yeah. I was about to make a tangent, but we should probably go on to the next one. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 40 minutes into this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eddie asks, what are your favorite pieces of non-Star Wars? What? Sorry. I'm reading this wrong. It's probably eloquently and cleverly written. What are your favorite pieces of non-Star Wars, Star Wars media? There's a later well, clarification. If my first question wasn't super clear, okay. I mean, other things people have done in the Star Wars universe that either isn't ah. part of the official canon, i.e. the first campaign podcast, Star Wars series, Spaceballs, kind of, anything that wears its Star Wars influence on its sleeve or is pretty far off the series focus like Clone Wars, Extended Universe, or Holiday Special. I mean, Clone Wars is solidly Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's Star Wars, Star Wars. I mean, so Clone Wars and Rebels are both like... He, I, I love those series a lot. I think they are fantastic. This is going to be super dumb and wonky. There's a lot of old D6 Star Wars RPG settings that mm. I think are super brilliant. 
mm-hmm. um mm. and really explore a lot of because they were written before all the other stuff came in and so there was a lot more freedom to to do some really wild stuff in there and i think there's a lot of stuff in there that is very that i really really like and you really have to be a big huge star wars rpg nerd to even know any of them but mm-hmm. that is those things are probably some of my favorites i still have those books and read them i i would say the same thing like d6 that that's why i ran hella team in d6 because it's because of old star wars d6 system stuff that i ran with friends or well participated in with friends i didn't run any of that and it felt big it felt big yeah. like uh like the original mm. trilogy did yeah i don't know what my answer to this is um oh uh let's go with the uh ASCII recreation of, I think, just A New Hope. I don't think there's an Empire Strikes. Maybe there is. There was an, it was an early-ish internet thing where someone created a, a shot-for-shot recreation of Star Wars using only uh, characters, like, you know, ASCII, yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, computer characters uh, in an animation. Uh, and wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I remember that. that <laughs> I've never watched cool. the whole thing, of course, but just knowing that it's out there yep. is very neat. That that sounds like a tall task, Lee. Do you you can abstain from this question? I think if you want. Oh to. yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm editing the questions down so we can get yeah. to all of them. Yeah, I'm not even uh, listening to y'all right now. Do you want to go to the next one? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Emperor Seth says, "Oh, I came up with another question. I, I might have deleted that. Sorry." Um, Greg, what parts did you expect and not expect the characters to do? My biggest surprise was when the first when they first opted to sell the ship. This is always it. We should always we should make this amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a good question. Yeah. Um, what did I ex- what didn't I expect? I didn't expect them to sell the ship for sure. I didn't even think that was going to be <laughs> on on the docket. I honestly thought they would have just dumped the guns, just being like <laughs> we out. Um, I didn't expect the rescuing of the mouse droids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't also expect the deeper dive into trying to understand Telia after she proved to be so dangerous. Mm. I figured like her main goal was to try to find that stupid temple. Uh, and y'all would have been like, well, just let her do. We'll just go sell herself and and <laughs> mm-hmm. get out. Um, so when you actively sort of wanted to make that connection, that ultimately allowed her to make the connection back. That I didn't mm-hmm. expect for a turn. Like I really thought the ending would have been gone, sold the gun, sold the ship after they decide after y'all decided to do that. Find your daughter. Go to the ending planet make a decision about what you're going to do with Hod and then end the season. Hey, I have um, a follow-up. What the fuck was the ending planet? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what was it? What is that a real thing in Star Wars? Yeah, it's a real thing in Star Wars. And it's just like a, just like a place to train for new Jedi? Well, no. So what it is, is there's a planet in wild space where a bunch of people crash-landed a long time ago. Um, and basically lost access to technology, but the planet itself is basically a force vortex. 
Hmm. Um, and so they developed their own Jedi Order, basically. There's uh, a whole series of paladins that exist on that planet that are basically the equivalent of Jedi. So it wasn't a thing. You were probably... the Originally, it was go to Dantooine and drop hot off um, until Latik said, oh, my master had been spending time out in wild space, um, which opened up that uh, Master Gate would have mm-hmm. would have atoned on that planet. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way to not have been drawn there to be like, this is a light side, dark side at war planet, and I need to sit here away from everything because there's no communication. They are it's literally cut off. Oh wait, from was their master everything. there then? No, nah, he came back. Oh, that's why he came back and found Hod and said, "You have to go there." Oh, oh okay. Because okay. it be- also became the perfect place to put Hod because there couldn't be any distractions. Right? Mm-hmm. Hod have to have been on his own, cut off completely. Um, so it just made the perfect planet, a planet that has no communication that's so far out and basically lost unless you know how to get there um, and has no way to communicate to the larger world. You just have to sit there and deal with the force and deal with these people who live in an Iron Age. Um, yes, so it I made it just a place. more interesting place to go <laughs> instead of a, an already known planet. But yeah, we ex- exist in canon universe. Okay. Okay. I think we should get to the highlighted question for sure. Um, well, not the top part. So Riddle asks, after episode 18, I started noticing how deep of a character Hod was and how my life personally related to his. Where did the idea for Hod come from? I loved Hod. Yeah, Hod's great. great. (laughs) Oh, my God, I knew you loved me. (laughs) (laughs) You just like totally hit it. I'm like, like, whatever, hard to get. I'm totally into it. (laughs) Not like that. (laughs) So... When I came up with, when it was randomly determined that there was a noble family looking for something, and one of the big themes of Star Wars is family, is when I came up with the idea, okay, so their son is the stormtrooper. And so that was the initial seed of Hod. Um, And then once it became clear clear that Hod had the Jedi crystal is when I filled in the background of, okay, so how did Hod, how would Hod not have been picked up Mm -hmm. as a child, like well-known Royal families. And that's when I sort of started contemplating what if they were so rich that they could avoid mandatory recruitment Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. To be that rich, to relo- know that they had a force user using family, like the idea that Hod's grandmother was the proof that a life full of horribly manipulating people through the dark side of the force takes a toll made it much more interesting for Hod to to, which is why you kept facing that fear, right? Like your fear of the cave with Master Gate and Hod's mm-hmm. fear of meeting his grandmother in her cell where they've hidden her so that the entire universe doesn't catch on the fact that she's been manipulating literally everybody her entire career. That fear of, of Hod facing. If I do what my family wants, I will become this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And like Hod having that first instinct in his entire life of, 
I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a decision to run away. Yeah. Uh, and then Hod from there just developed as just me thinking what would a super powerful generations had been distilled down into this one person mind manipulation rich kid be like out in the galaxy <laughs> with all the money he ever wanted <laughs> and the ability to convince anybody to give him anything it's it's like, so it's so weird because hod is like so much of a good spirit because that <laughs> that power set is like it's almost impossible to be a good person, you know, mm-hmm. if you right. have that. And right. I thought, I thought we like actually dealt with that in the one thing where he was just like, I don't, I don't know if I can talk right now. Uh, and that, that being, you know, like, I don't know if anybody's seen Jessica Jones, but that, that was like, yeah. like that character. Yeah. That's, it's the same character of just somebody who can talk and everybody listens. And the, the corrupting influence that has is absolute. And it's hard to imagine anybody being able to live a good life with that ability. And then I thought it was well done here. Of mm-hmm. like, these yeah. circumstances in which you would like Hod made stupid decisions. Like, oh, if I join the army, they will send me far away, and then it's really easy for me to escape. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like Hod's decisions were very dumb because he didn't. He had no life experience right. other than partying. He made sense. And then, yeah, again, like we like the, um, through the course of the stuff, it humanized. But like also me thinking about. It also touched on a very gay experience of realizing, OK, I can't I can't be with my family. Yeah. Oh, I don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, this is not they don't want me yeah. or they want me to be something I absolutely don't want to be. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that fed into into Hod's desire to just get away and figure out who Hod was as weird and vain and shallow as he was. Getting with some similar for a lot of Yeah. Magic Space Daddy can get it though. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, we should also ask uh, Riddle. One of Riddle's other questions was: Was there a possibility that Lee could have ended up as a fish droid? I know she had a special list for character creation, so I wasn't sure if it was possible for her to roll a droid. I know a lot of people are asking about the Lee special list. Do we want to give it away? Yes, there were ten on the list. <laughs> Only ten. Mm-hmm. Were they all uh, fish? Fish folk? Nope. And one Ewok. One Ewok <laughs> no, it, yeah. it was Aqualish, Dathomirian, Ewok. Kaminoin, Karkarkadon, mm. Meekin, Mon Calamari, Nautilin, Corin, and Salonian. I knew some so, of those words. Aqualish, Kaminoin, uh, Karkarkadon, which you were the shark person. Uh, Meekin, somewhat, is a fish person. Uh, Mon Calamari, Nautilin, and Corin are all fish. Uh, we all know what Ewok is. Mm-hmm. Y'all would have uh, witnessed Lee quitting the show. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't understand why you put that one in. <laughs> Uh, Dathomirin was what Telia mm. was. Uh, I think Kaminoans are my favorite. I love Star Kamen. Wars yeah. alien, actually. So those those were the ten. A droid wasn't on there. Um, it was heavily weighted towards water, mm-hmm. with one Ewok, just because I wanted to see what would happen. And if this is your first season, the reason for that is just because. For the first like four seasons in a row, Lee just randomly, or her first four like characters in a row, she 
either rolled fish people or bird people. It's and like yeah. the one inside joke we have. Yeah, right. And, and well, are... and then the original joke was that birds were just the fish of the sky. Right. Yeah. Which is why I make everything the fish of whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. And yeah. beavers uh, are I, the like yeah. another mammal fish. Yeah. 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 Are. I mean, out of the list yeah. of possible sixty-one yeah. races, and birds are just the fish of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt it was good to narrow it down, especially to give you something that you enjoyed in a season yeah. that you might not yes. enjoy. I do, except for Ewoks, I, which was a, which was an act of terrorism, yeah. and I don't. Understand. That was an act of terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen, Logan. I actually love Ewoks. Oh no. Yup. Yup. No, no. I like Jawas. I like Jawas more, but. Jawas are the greatest race. Uh, which one are Jawas? The weird uh, light bulb eyes. Oh, those are oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The thing that I have a thousand of on my desk that are staring at me at all times. <laughs> yes, my favorite. So, the that was a good final one, but I still want to do the one that Riddle asked about. Um, Gray's asked the. No, Riddle did ask that. Gray's also asked about character creation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Riddle asked, uh, this is more of a general question for VRE. Mm. Uh, when upgrading your characters, do you randomize those at all? Which I thought was worth answering that, no, yeah. we don't do that. No. And we don't, we don't. Yeah, we choose. So, like, the randomness is, like, generation, right? We're, we're yeah. generating yeah. a story mm-hmm. in the characters. And then from then on, you, in order to maintain some semblance of a, like, mm-hmm. in order to get things to a conclusive a conclusion that makes sense. You have to make decisions based on what the character would do, right. which which also includes how they grow. As a GM, sometimes I'll get partway through and just roll something random. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah let's mm-hmm. throw in some spice. A bada boom. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime really... I don't know what to do, I just <laughs> randomize it, which is um, yeah. also what I do in my life now. So <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Whenever, when, and it's so like, hey, listener, if you take you take one thing away from our show, make it that you can just randomize stuff. And it's actually yeah. really yeah. interesting. It's actually really yeah. interesting. Um, it uh, works out better than you would think. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think we should answer the bar question because it's real, real easy. Oh, that one was good. Yeah. Oh, if you walked into a bar and these characters were in it, Gray's asked this. If you walked into a bar and these characters were in it, how would you spend your evening? Like as real people. Hmm. I, I can answer this very quickly. Um, I would hit on Knocker because I'm, <laughs> yeah, I play characters that I'm attracted to, and I'm also always attracted <laughs> to the first mate. I just that's just that's just what I, uh, I like. I'm afraid of sharks, so I would avoid Skydra. <laughs> uh, I would probably end up hanging out with Hod because I would be fascinated by Hod immensely, like. How? Who are you? Who even are you? <laughs> mm, Percy was a was a hot male droid, so I'd be hanging out with Percy. Oh, Percy! <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Percy's a very a, a Ken doll. <laughs> Percy's yeah, Percy. are my favorite. Okay, my favorite part of this season still makes me smile. Is Logic and Knocker getting instruction from Master Ithian? And Knocker being like, this is terrible. <laughs> and then doing the exact poor ass job to Percy. Like, same words, same failing. It was so hilarious. I'm like, oh, yes, great. not as easy as you think, huh, Knocker? <laughs> Look, I'm, I maintain that Knocker did the best with what he had. <laughs> that he could do. Introducing so someone, did Master Ithian. So did yeah. Master Ithian. Yeah, I mean... 
It's just that one of them, one of those people, acted like they were some special. <laughs> uh, my answer to that question is that I would absolutely want to be Skydra's friend because, goddamn, so fucking cool, yeah. Shark Lady. Shark no, lady. she was space crazy. pilot. That's fucking rad. And you have a new luxury ship. Uh huh. Lots of open space on that luxury <laughs> ship. <laughs> oh, okay. I think you left it in so, a good spot. There's a lot of people to write fan fiction about it's true. the two, the year to two years of them all being apart. Oh yeah, I, I felt like it was kind of on purpose for our ending to be like to yep. feel like the end of a first Star Wars movie yeah. that we probably won't revisit. Yeah. <laughs> or may, you know, maybe we will like a one off. Depends but. on if people want, vote for I it. I want everyone to know right now. I will take it as a personal front to me <laughs> if y'all vote for Star Wars in the fucking which brings me <laughs> I mean but that does bring me to the thing which that we we do uh one sequel special per year which is an extra long episode that we release only to patrons and you can vote for that we'll probably start that voting really soon yeah. So if you join at the Patreon at any level, you can vote for which season we do. And it also gives you access to the previous uh, Uncharted World sequel season if you enjoyed that season. Which you should listen to. It goes to places. Good. It definitely <laughs> does. Um, and I'm kidding. Obviously, you can vote for Star Wars. I love Skydra. Um, <laughs> I mean, Skydra's out there kicking ass for the alliance yeah, with her daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Hell okay. yeah. Uh, do. I have to do the hard part of explaining what my next season is. Yep. <laughs> um, well, I guess, first of all, while we're kind of in an announcement section anyway, is it that after this episode, we'll take a week break? Correct. Yes. In, yes. in terms yes. of like, as people are listening to it, yeah. we're going to take a one week break between seasons. Uh, <laughs> bunch of real world reasons. Too many to list. Yep. Yeah, um, but that'll be our that'll be our thing going forward. Between major yes, seasons, no, we're gonna have one yeah. week, and I know you all will be totally fine with that, and love yep. that we are taking some time for ourselves. And we are still doing a mini season between yes maxi seasons. Maxi. Seasons. Um, <laughs> it's just in, in a, as well. There is uh, that one week break in addition to the normal mini season. Mm-hmm. Our mini season, we played Troika with Nathan Blades, by the way, and mm, hot damn, that it was, was fun. so yeah. oh, good. Um, it was so much yeah. fun. And I also I made three fucking vaporwave tracks for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, have I heard uh, those yet? You haven't heard one of them. You've heard two of them. Okay. Uh, and then, so my next full season, because I'm running next season, I originally, my original idea, <laughs> you kind of have to go on the journey with me. <laughs> my original idea uh, was that we would roll four different things, uh, each of us, because there are four of us, we would each roll on the Wikipedia list of fictional creatures, uh, which has like sub lists and it's wild. Um and we did that, and that my idea originally was going to be those were going to be the four like main, uh, you know, species inhabiting the world. But then I looked at the list, and I thought, damn, these are all horror monsters. <laughs> and I've been listening to a lot of horror podcasts, and I just got a whole bunch of horror role playing games in the itch.io racial equality bundle. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is it's going to be. So hard to talk about this because we already have a different thing called mini seasons. <laughs> but I am going to split my season into four loosely connected 
uh, but standalone stories that are all horror stories in vastly different time periods. Yeah, it's an anthology. We're doing an anthology yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way to put it. Um, it'll each each anthology entry, each chapter will be um, a few episodes long, uh, and each one's gonna be playing a different indie horror game. Um, two of them I have nailed down. We're gonna be playing a game called Slayers that was in the uh, Itch.io bundle, and then the other one I wanted to play. I don't remember what it's called. That's embarrassing, but it's like a uh, kind of X-Files type thing, and it looks really cool. <laughs> um, and then I'm not sure what to do for the other two seasons, but or the other two chapters of the season. But uh, yeah, that's the premise. Uh, we're going to experiment a bit, and you're going to come along with us, and it's going to be fun. We're going to go to different time periods. One of them is going to be in like Victorian times. It's going to be great. I'm very oh, excited. Yeah. Super exciting. Also... We should say something about the 200 reviews. Oh, yeah. But We're something still, better than just the disjointed thought reviews. I had. Uh, and we have a thing that we will release when we get to 200. And 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 that counts. I think that counts everything, right? Like, yeah, I think so. I have that app that tells yeah. me. Yeah. That I have an app that lets me see all the country's iTunes. I pay a yearly subscription <laughs> for it. Uh, so, you motherfuck. I... I see you out there. You think you're squeaking away because you live in New Zealand? <laughs> Fuck no. You review this shit. I will see it, and I will read it, and I will appreciate it, and then we'll read it in the credits of this show, and I will appreciate you, as we all will. And you can fucking deal with it. And you can take <laughs> yeah. our love. Oh, boy. Wheels. Wheels. Wheels is having a weird week. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we're done. As Lee, as Lee mentioned, I've had such a yeah. stressful week. I'm very loopy. Oh. I'm so done. Okay. <laughs> it's the after show being after done. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I'm on time. Dot is. Plus 45. What? What? 45. 45? I'm on 27. Is mine wrong? 29, 30, oh, nope. 31. Okay, no, no, no. Mine's way wrong then, because that's <laughs> not what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, 37, 38, yeah, 39. There we go. There we we go. Oh, 45. Okay. <laughs> 45. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, wow. Uh, I wonderful. just can tell time. I mean, you yeah. can tell the future. Please tell me. <laughs> 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 Where did the information originate? <laughs> it was inside the house. Oh, <laughs> oh, Lammy. Oh, my man. least favorite Robert Heinlein short story. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do we do the long time ago? No, I don't think we do. I don't think We're so. Not. Look, nah. it's, it's the look. There was a Star Wars thing that happened. All right. <laughs>